Hey everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another season review. This one's going to be for the first season of the Ricky Gervais show Afterlife. It's on Netflix. It came out on the uh, 8th of March. It's now the 11th of March. Um, and uh, yeah, I've, I finished it just, just today and I wanted to come back and do a full review. Because if you missed it, I did do my uh, review slash, imp- slash uh, impressions for the first two episodes of the season. Just to kind of kick things off and get, get things uh, started and give an overall sort of is this good, is this bad. Um, I'm going to keep this as I usually do, which is spoiler free and then spoilers. But I'm going to do something slightly different, which is where I talk about certain bits and pieces that happen. But the more major character stuff that happens, uh, I, I guess later on in, in the season. Uh, I'm going to leave more of that stuff to the spoiler free uh, sort of section. Some, if you guys have seen the series, you'll know kind of what I'm going to be keeping until the spoiler section. But I'm going to give, like, obviously an updated, like, is this good, is it bad, was it a good season? Uh, and then jump more into spoilers and details and that kind of thing. Um, so I think that this is a work of art. I think that Ricky Gervais coming into this and basically just giving this, um, you know, there's, there's two sides to everything. There's the positive and the negative side. And, um, and I guess there's, like, bits in the middle or whatever. But I think with Ricky coming in and doing this show basically about just like seriously heavy topics which is you know cancer, death, depression, suicide, anxiety, mental illness, drug addiction, addiction itself, uh, all that kind of stuff and really kind of blending it with like what's important, what's not, um, adding comedy in there which is like really surprising at some points um, and the sort of like happy comedy that well, not happy comedy the sort of like um for an example if if somebody is like giving a really sort of um thoughtful sort of speech in the show and they'll they'll get choked up i think is more the the, the word i was kind of looking for it sort of blends those three emotions which is the uh the three i'm kind of talking about is like when um Tony, Ricky's character, when he's kind of talking about, like, you know, I can do this, I can get past this, etc. And in the middle ground of, like, you know, I can do this, but I'm not going to do that. And then the other part, which is, like, you know, don't care about this, don't care about that. I think he blends that really well together. But, yeah, coming in as, I, I guess, Ricky Gervais is a comedian. He's done stand-up comedy. He's a writer. He's an actor. I guess he's multiple different things. But he approaches things more on a comedy side, if you think of things like... Uh, Derek, which is, uh, out of all of his work, Derek is probably the most similar to this, I would say. It's got kind of Derek with a blend of The Office, and it's not really similar to Extras in any kind of way, although I haven't finished Extras yet. I've seen about six episodes or three episodes of Extras. It's not really similar to that in in any kind of way. It's more of a blend of the comedy and the lightheartedness of The Office with kind of the the themes of Derek. Um... And you, you know, like life and everything that kind of, literally everything that kind of surrounds it, um, and like him questioning like people at his work and just everyday kind of life stuff of like what is worth doing, what isn't, when should we give up, when shouldn't we, um, and yeah, I just thought it all blended together almost perfectly. Um, there is a couple of occasions where like it falls slightly flat in in some situations um and i'll talk about that a little bit more in the spoiler sections not, nothing that like weighs it down too much to where i was like really really disappointed but to just the point where i was like okay that could have maybe been slightly better but i'm sort of like you know looking for where it could have been better as well 
um, in that sort of scenario. But yeah, if you kind of, um, yeah, it's just this, it's really quite surprising how well he can pull off this comedy with serious issues and really balance the two very, very well. Because as I kind of, I think I said in my first spoiler-free review, um, one minute you'll be laughing at something that, um, that he says and the next minute you'll be like almost crying or you'll be kind of in the middle where you're choked up like where he's saying something kind of sad and then he has like a happy emotion to something maybe that 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 kind of thing uh tony is the character's name um i'm not sure did i say uh sue for the wife's name in the first episode it is actually lisa i wasn't 100 percent sure at the time um and it didn't have the descriptions for the characters in front of me but that was lisa so i'll uh, just correct that as well um I thought the way that they showed um, Tony and Lisa's relationship, obviously in, well not even flashbacks, in like video footage, wasn't it? Um, I thought that was done very, very well. And a couple of the episodes, I'm not sure if it was every episode, but most of the episodes started off with, you know, Tony in his bed uh, with the laptop watching more of uh, Lisa's video. Um, I liked the way that the video ended as well. I thought that was kind of interesting and surprising, but I'll talk about that a bit more in the spoiler section. Um... And yeah, like, Tony goes off the rails a little bit. He does a couple of things that uh, maybe viewers will have, you know, decisive opinions on. There's actually one particular event that happens in the show, which I'll talk about more in the spoilers, that I'm actually surprised I haven't seen more backlash on, given, and I won't get too political here, but given today's, like, climate and how people react to the slightest of things, I'm surprised I haven't seen more towards the particular thing that happens I was, I was quite surprised that hasn't happened yet but um the less of the um complaining in um the public and the internet the better because you know things have gotten pretty bad over the last couple of years but um yeah i mean with the with the particular thing that happens it's it's kind of controversial and it's an interesting sort of writing choice and a risky one as well because you could have received like massive audience backlash and stuff um and uh yeah it was it was really nice as well to see because uh, Rick, ricky gervais himself has been going on like, like you know facebook and twitter and i've seen various different posts of him saying like thank you so much for the reaction to the show and like it's it's getting him like you know choked up and all that kind of stuff and um really making him glad that this uh thing that he's put out there is reaching people in certain ways and um i didn't remember specific people's uh comments or names but a lot of people are like my uh, wife had cancer and or she died in like 2017 or whatever the case may be and they sort of found a certain level of comfort in the series as as much as you kind of can in that situation um and a lot of people that did just have you know general sort of mental health issues like depression anxiety and all the other ones out there um the response that he's received i think has been extremely positive and i i was surprised when I was scrolling through some of the comments and stuff, because usually you scroll through, you scroll through a few comments, and you might get a few like, "Hey, this was good, this was bad," and then someone will just be like, "Hey, this is trash or this is terrible." You'll always get the one person. I didn't really see that in any of the comment sections that I looked in, and there was four different times I saw different comment sections, um, and yeah, it was just mostly positive, and I think that that's really good to kind of put a. I don't know if correct way is the right way to say it. Put a more realistic and better spin on these types of uh, subjects and, and concerns and all that kind of stuff. Because, um, you know, there's been documentaries, I'm sure, that have been made about uh, 
um, you know, mental illness and and uh, cancer and and that sort of stuff. And um, I'm sure a lot of them have got it very wrong. Um, I'm sure that there's things that uh, the, this Ricky Gervais series did get wrong. There was nothing that I really noticed apart from the one thing which I'll talk about in the comments. So. Yeah, I think overall he's just done an incredible job with this and is a work of art and um, no, it, it isn't perfect. There is like some slow moments and some bits and pieces that don't quite work, uh, which I think is, you know, you know, it, it's going to happen in a show. But yeah, I'd just be really curious to see what he can do with the season two, what he can do with, with more time with this character um, and the way that things kind of settled at the end of the season, you know, settled in terms of how the season finished. Um, I think you can work with something very, very interesting as well. Well, I mean, you you already had something interesting to work with, so yeah. Um, the the only kind of sad thing about it is Ricky tends to like do one thing for a couple of years, like two, three, maybe four seasons. Uh, with, with certain things, usually two or three seasons, and then he tends to like okay, finish with that, move on the next thing, which isn't bad. He, he clearly wants to do that in a way. He wants to do you know Rick, the Ricky Gervais show for a couple of seasons, put that to bed. Derek for what three seasons and maybe a couple of specials, put that to bed. He did uh, was it two seasons of The Office or was it three seasons of The Office? Did a couple of those and then just like kind of tuck that away. So he his work is really kind of short and sweet in that way, where it's like you're gonna get a lot of good quality but there's not a lot here so make the most of it and really kind of try and dig into uh what he's got at least from what i think you know some people do hate ricky gervais they don't like him obviously because you know not everybody likes everybody uh or not everybody likes him but um yeah whenever like because ricky had gone a bit quiet after Derek itself he did the netflix special which i think i talked about before uh, which is actually on netflix as well maybe he's got some kind of contract with them that would make sense i don't know that but that's just what i'm guessing um but after he did Derek, he went quiet for a little while and i was like oh maybe he's just gonna like do more of his um animal stuff because he he likes to uh help um i don't know if it's help abused animals but he talks a lot about like animals that are being abused and um tries to sort of sort that out in his own way i haven't really dug into that too much as to what he specifically does but he he talks about that quite often so i was kind of thinking like okay is he maybe focused on that a bit more would he do a tv show about that kind of stuff um which some of that you do have in here and i like the way he's put that in with the dog and everything and taking care of it and really just kind of treating it right and uh, especially in the i think it's the first episode where he gives the dog like the nice food or whatever and uh, make sure he takes care of it and stuff and he kind of says to his dog like hey i haven't got any proper food for you i'm gonna go and get some later just kind of taking care of the dog and that sort of adding to his character i thought was done really well and and quite nicely so um yeah the what was the funniest thing that happened i don't know there was a lot of there was a lot of just like really really funny stuff um there was a few things that i was like surprised that i laughed at but Again, it's kind of... I mean, it's kind of that blend of dark comedy, isn't it? Um, which which he, he's quite good at. Uh, which he's done in a lot of his his other shows. Like, you know... I mean... Look at... I mean, if you want to talk about his worser characters... David... Is it David Brent? His uh, office character? He's a pretty bad... Not a bad person, but he's pretty... I don't even know the way to describe it. Um, he doesn't do some, like, nice stuff. Um, but he's very different to um to, to this character in this show as well um I, 
which is uh, interesting as well. Um, and then Derek, obviously, he plays Derek in that. Derek's a very, very different character because he's uh, yeah works in, is living in the um, is he living in the home? I think he is living in the um, the home in, in that show. And like again, his his blend of like a little bit of the office stuff, a little bit of the stuff with the animals and the dogs, the blend with uh, mental illness and comedy and dark comedy, and then him kind of putting a home in there and then adding his was that his, yeah that was his dad wasn't it putting his dad in there i thought all just connected together really well and, and worked really well as well um cool that's all the spoiler free stuff i've really got but should you watch this series absolutely um i mean you might not like it as much as i do you might find it slightly more offensive um i'm just surpri- i'm really kind of surprised i haven't seen more people reacting negatively uh towards it because i mean even with like the best of the best like breaking bad game of thrones that kind of stuff some people still don't like that kind of stuff and fair enough if you don't like something then whatever um but i'm just surprised with more sensitive topics because obviously breaking bad and game of thrones don't cover this stuff quite as like head-on it's more about you know who's going to win the iron throne and walter white making um drugs and stuff with this series actually focusing more on sensitive issues, I'm just surprised there hasn't been more backlash. But that's good. That's good. There shouldn't be as much backlash to this as uh, what I was expecting. Um, so it's good the le- all the lack thereof of, of backlash is, is great too. So, um, cool. Yeah, go and watch the series. It's going to be... I was, I was thinking as I was watching the season finale, like, this should be in my top five for the end of the year. And the, the, the three shows I think are going to be in the top three, and this is... I guess in in contention uh game of thrones like i just said uh the witcher if that actually does come out this year they said 2019 uh for netflix but it could get delayed or, or whatever they've just said 2019 uh so um game of thrones the witcher in the good place uh will probably be in my top three if this um like breaks into the top three in some way or at least in the top five i'm thinking it, it should probably end up so we'll see we'll see what happens that will be obviously far ahead in december um so we'll wait for that to happen as well um but that's all the spoiler free stuff i've got for you now we're going to move into um some housekeeping see if that in a minute today's sponsor is kirsty legister's juice plus if you would like to get help with trying to lose weight this might just be the solution that you're looking for with a range of products that include shakes boosters capsules and more get started today all you need to do is click on the kirsty legister's juice plus link in your show notes or description on itunes or on the website go over to her facebook profile Send her a Facebook message and get started with the program today. Today's second sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right-hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the, in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. 
So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcast. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so recently on Entertainment Talk, Star Trek Discovery is still continuing for its second season on CBS and Netflix, or CBS All Access and Netflix, so you can check that out as well. The podcast comes out on Friday. Uh, Captain Marvel came out on Friday, and it received more backlash than what Afterlife did on Netflix, uh, obviously because of various different political nonsense stuff. Um, but I quite liked it, I thought it was pretty good, and my podcast is out there, and as normal, spoiler free and spoilers, so you can, so, so everybody can check it out, but then stop the podcast, obviously, at a certain point. Um, if you still want to go and check out my initial impressions, or my uh, spoiler free impressions for the first two episodes for the Afterlife, that's out there, obviously, as well, for you guys to listen to. Uh, the Walking Dead is still continuing for the second half of season nine. We've got four episodes this week. Uh, sorry, four episodes this week. Four episodes left, including this week. That's what I was meant to say. Uh, so we got. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, we've got that continuing for the second half of season nine, so that should be interesting to continue as well. Uh, and then, of course, um, once Walking Dead finishes, we have a week in between that and Game of Thrones. But in that week. Uh, Game of Thrones will be uh, we'll be doing our preview podcast for for the final season. Uh, if you want to get caught up with our podcast because we did cover season seven back in uh, twenty seventeen, either click on the podcast drop down menu and click on the iTunes feed and then click on the Game of Thrones one, or you can go to the menu TV drop down menu. And then Game of Thrones will be in there. That's the categories page for all of that. Uh, or you can search for Reviewing Westeros on iTunes or Entertainment Talk. And that should show you all of our feeds. Uh, so you can check that out as well. Uh, it's going to be pretty, pretty big for for um, TV this year. Game of Thrones, obviously the final season, the massive final season. Um, they did also today reveal their episode length as well. So for all six episodes. And of course... Not everybody was happy because that's just what happens. But uh, that's out there for you guys to look at as well. Gaming talk last week we talked about Anthem, Death Stranding, uh, Fallout 76 and Dead or Alive 6 uh, with the season pass and everything. So that's interesting to talk about. Um, what else is going on? Um, yeah, that's... Oh yeah, Flash and Arrow are back recently for their uh, second half of their new seasons. Uh, so for season 7 of Arrow and for season 5 of The Flash. So the, the mid-season premieres, we have our, we have our um, reviews out for those as well. Uh, and yeah, that's what's going on at the moment on the entertainmenttalk.org or on the podcast platform of your choice. I did warn you already... Uh, but after this is where I'm going to go into spoilers. So if you haven't seen all six episodes of the uh, Ricky Gervais Afterlife series, go on Netflix, go and check it out. Um, what you can do is either pause. If you're listening on a podcast app, you can either pause the podcast, check out something else that we got. Or if you're on the website, click on the homepage, check out some of the other content that we've got as well. So either pause the podcast or go on the homepage, check out the rest of the content. I'm going to go into spoilers. Uh, and I'm going to start now. So please leave. Last chance. Uh, let's go into some spoilers. Uh, so the one kind of th- the event or thing I was kind of referencing earlier. Was of course when. Um, was of course when Ricky's character gives. Uh, Tony sorry. When he gives the drug dealer all those drugs to. Yeah go and, go and kill himself basically. Um, I was pretty shocked that it actually happened. Um, I thought there might have been a case where like. He didn't quite inject enough, and he was found, and, like, he was found alive the next morning, um, but it didn't happen, and he did, and Rick, I guess Ricky did go through with it, because he wrote the series and stuff, 
Um, and yeah, it kind of... I mean, whether or not you agree or disagree with Tony's decision, and I guess Ricky's decision as well, it did fit at the time with how Tony was feeling, which was more of the... He was deeper into his depression than what he was in, you know, the season finale, because he kind of not fully turned around, obviously, at that point, but he was better in the season finale. But, um, yeah, I think it was obviously kind of controversial, and I'm really surprised with something like that, um, and again, in today's climate, that I haven't seen more backlash. But it's good that we haven't, because, you know, I mean... I expect some people to react negatively towards that kind of stuff because I mean the the smallest things these days are controversial and giving you know a drug dealer was it like 100 quid he probably gave him it was a lot of 20s wasn't it um to give him that for him to like because the guy says you know if I had enough drugs I would just go and just and just kill myself um but uh yeah, him just be like, okay, if this is what you want, I'm going to give you the money, and you, you go and do it, and then obviously they don't see each other ever, ever again. Um, but yeah, it was shocking, it was kind of important to send a kind of message. I don't quite know what the message was exactly, but because um, I'm not an addict of any kind, I'm not a drug addict or an alcoholic or, or any of the other kind of addictions that, that are out there. Um, I'm not addicted to any kind of drugs in that way. So I, I suppose if I was, or if you are, and you're watching this series, you'll probably have more of a connection to that. Because obviously with um, uh, me having my mental health issues and stuff, I connected more to Tony's character when he was going through those emotions. Because you can only really connect to things that you can actually connect to, and something like a drug addict, a, a, a drug addict character, isn't something I can connect to. I can kind of understand it on on some level. You know, his his body feels like he needs it, and 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 that kind of stuff. I'm sure there's more to that that I don't understand. Um, but I just connected more to Tony because of what he was going through was similar to what I was going through. Uh, in, in terms of his, his illness, not his situation, I don't have a wife, and she hasn't died, because I don't have one, um, and, you know, like, you can, people that have, what I'm trying to say is people that have mental health issues and stuff do connect and understand each other, but you'll probably be in a different situation to everybody, because you'll be, uh, depressed or anxious for different reasons, you'll be in different situations, you'll, you know, have a different personality, you'll be a different person, so you you can understand what someone's going through, but not necessarily through the situation, just on the terms of the illness and uh, the, the feelings that I guess that you get, you get from that, so, um, but yeah, it was, it was an interesting thing for them to kind of go for, and um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I liked when um, what's it, Tony brings it up later, sorry, Tony's boss brings it up later with him, and he's like, he's sort of like lost for words as to what to say or do with Tony, because he's like, okay, you've been late, and you've been lazy, and that kind of stuff, I can deal with that more as opposed to you, you know, threatening a child with a hammer, or, um, you know, giving this drug dealer money to allow him to go and do what he did, um, so it was really kind of interesting to see his bosses struggle with that, like, when this guy is just like, yeah, sure, I did that, or, um, like, yeah, the, the kid sort of deserved it, or, or whatever it was that he said, the boss is, like, really stumped at that point, it's like, okay, you've just admitted this to me, I didn't kind of expect it, and, um, like, he doesn't know what to do, I found that really interesting as well, so that was, that was pretty good. What was the, um, 
the hoarder. I, I'll call him a hoarder because he's keeping a bunch of stuff in his house. Was it Brian? I think his his name was. I thought he was one of the weaker spots of the season. He was kind of what I was referring to as like you know they slipped up with bits here and there. Um, I think. I think, what, he popped up three times? I think he popped up first of all and started saying whatever he was saying. He popped up the second time, it was a bit more annoying. I think if he'd have made it, maybe popped up twice and not been so... I don't know, he was a bit more of an, an annoying character in the series. And I just don't feel like that kind of clicked with the series as well. I felt like he was more of a plot device as to okay let's get this team out again to get something in the newspaper or the local paper whatever um so it was interesting when they actually got the story and you got to see like okay yeah it was seven years split up from my wife and this is the mess that my life has turned into i think he literally kind of says that as well um that was more of an interesting angle to take that character but the journey towards that wasn't as entertaining as some of the other strengths in the season as well so yeah bit of a weak spot i mean each show's kind of kind of got them nothing's nothing's perfect in in that sense but um yeah that was that was a bit weaker as well um one of the other strengths of the season i think was um was tony and his dad um and obviously the nurse which he he let it goes on a drink with did he take her to the church at the end i didn't quite get that because i thought they were going to go to like a a pub or a cafe or cafe or, or something. Um, I'm guessing that he took her to see his wife's grave. It seemed to be where he, he was he was taking her. But we cut away and we finished the season. Um, but no, I thought the dad stuff was kind of interesting. And it's always funny to hear like, you know, these... these I'll say el- elderly people. That's a more polite way to say it. Rather than like old person. These elderly people, they'll just say stuff. And they'll just spurt out whatever's on their mind um they'll forget things and it's you know it's sad because of the situation that they're in but it is funny and i do like when um what's it the nurse kind of breaks for the first time and she starts laughing at the dad what the dad says or, or that kind of thing i thought that was a nice like okay sure these people like aren't keeping their memories and and that sort of thing uh, i don't want to say losing their mind that's not quite as a nice thing to say um, but these people aren't ke- keeping their memories. They're just going to spur out with it, whatever's on their mind with no consequence because you know they're an elderly person in a in a home. Um, but yeah, I mean that that is that stuff is funny when they just say like random different stuff here and there. It's more sad, you know, when what's it? Uh, Tony tells his dad like three times. Oh, Lisa's part. Lisa's um, died or whatever. And I thought it was quite. Um, Again, the nice bit of dark comedy, or nice bit, an interesting bit of dark comedy. When I think it's the second time that he visits him, or it might have been the first time that he visits him. When he's like, "Bring," I think he says something like, "Bring Lisa next time," and he just swears and just uh, and Tony just swears and walks off. And that was like kind of like he's getting sick of having to go in there every time and say, "Lisa's died, Lisa's died, Lisa's died." Especially considering you know, at that point in the series. Uh, Tony was still dealing with the pain in in a rougher way, as opposed to what he was feeling in the uh, in the season finale. Um, but yeah, that was kind of an interesting way to sort of connect that to. You know, Tony knows that um, his dad's not going to remember. His dad's going to forget. He's going to make jokes. He's going to ask where Lisa is. He's going to have to keep explaining it to him. But like, you would get sick of that at some point, and like, you would get annoyed at that. You still have to understand the situation. But I thought that was really really good as well. So. 
yeah, overall really, really solid season. I really enjoyed this. It's got to be in the top five. If it's not in the top five, then I'll wonder what took the other... Let's say two spaces. Let's say we... Right, let's say we reserve a space for Good Place, Witcher, and Game of Thrones, if The Witcher comes out this year. I don't know what other two shows would kick this out of the top five. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Not everything has kind of aired yet this year, and that sort of stuff. There's still plenty of things to come. Um, But yeah, if this isn't in my top five, then I'll be very curious to see, like, you know... I mean, I guess it's my own decision, it's my own list, but, like, what could knock this out of the top five, so... Um, I mean, one thing could come in and, and make, like, number four, and then this could be number five, I don't know, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I really enjoyed the season, and I, I mean, if this gets renewed for season two, which I'm pretty sure it will, I'll be very surprised if this gets cancelled, I mean, maybe Ricky doesn't do, do a second season, maybe he just says, like, okay, I told this story, and, and, uh, you know, he's kind of settled with with this woman or whatever. He could maybe do something like that. But I'd hope that we at least get two seasons out of this. Because, like I said, Ricky isn't a person that... He doesn't stick around for five, eight, ten seasons with, with a particular project um, or a particular show. So, um, it'd be curious to see how long he keeps this around for. What, what story he wants to tell and where he wants to kind of end it. I guess the last thing to say, it was really nice to kind of see Tony's slow turn towards some sense of happiness because he says um what's it some character says to him like it's good to see you happy again and he's like wouldn't quite go there it's more of a case of like he's recovered out of like you know he's recovered away from his suicidal thoughts but he's still dealing with pain and everything that kind of comes with his his mental illness and um yeah the, the pain of losing his wife and stuff like that so um, the, th- the psychiatrist, he got marginally better, like, marginally, he wasn't, he stopped looking at his phone, which I guess is a good sign, but he still was pretty bad, like, when I say he got marginally better, I'm not giving him any credit, he listened to, basically, he went from looking at his phone and not listening to Tony, to putting his phone away, paying attention to Tony, but still saying the wrong things back to him, so... Um, it was interesting to, to see that develop as well, and obviously he decides not to see him anymore, so that's, that was good as well. Um, yeah, that's my, that's my thoughts, that's my review for season one of, uh, Afterlife, the Ricky Gervais series. I hope you guys all really enjoyed it. If there's anything that I missed, or anything you guys want to talk to me about with the series, get in contact, any of that kind of stuff, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK, uh, there's the contact page as well, and there's also should be stuff in your show notes for how to contact us as well. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk, patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. That's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice. <coughs> Amazon affiliate link, that's where you can shop on Amazon. We'll get a small cut of what you spend. It won't cost you anything extra. iTunes feeds, please rate, review, and subscribe to those as well. That helps us to get shown in the charts. Uh, word of mouth, the easiest and probably the best way to support us. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell the people that you work with, tell people that you talk to, people on social media about the uh, podcast and the website and the iTunes feeds, all that kind of stuff. Uh, either send them the the uh, iTunes links or the Android links, whatever they need, the iTunes feed post maybe, or the website link. Um, you can also retweet on Twitter, share on Facebook, put them in different Facebook groups if you're allowed to as well. Um, and uh, yeah, lastly, video games. If you want to watch me, Robot or David, play different video games. Me and David have got Twitch streaming channels. Robert's got one on Mixer. Thank you all very much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.